Welcome to the Live Your Wildest Life podcast. I'm your host, Gabriella Wilder, certified mindset coach and personal development junkie. I'm a positivity queen and a huge advocate for living your wildest life. Here's to us girls, the dreamers, the doers, the ones that live unapologetically and always want more. Each week, I'll be dishing out quick mindset tips and interviews with people who are following their dreams and living their wildest life. If you want to learn what it takes to go from broken babe to boss babe, you are in the right place. It starts with your mindset and a whole lot of spiritual tools that we will be sharing too. Now, are you ready to stop letting fear hold you back? Take charge of your life and start living the wildest version of it. Ready, set, let's do this. This week's episode is sponsored by my signature program, The Magical Morning Method. The MMM course is a self-study DIY course where you can really create, transform, and elevate your magical morning method because who doesn't want to wake up happy every morning? Who doesn't want to wake up with more energy, less stress, and more productive days? I know I do, which is why I created the magical morning method course. This short course is a way for you to create your own magical morning method that works for you. It's not a one-size-fits-all course. You literally do it yourself. So it contains four modules, which are the four pillars of having a great morning method, body, mind, soul, and self-care. And in each of these categories, in each of these modules, you will find the resources to do create and plug in things for your magical morning method. You will find hypnosis. You will find meditations. You will find breathing videos, tapping videos, recipes, journal prompts, affirmations, and so much more. The content is so juicy and so loaded. It's insane how low it's priced. So if you want more information on going into the magical morning method, Information is in the show notes, and I'm so excited to see you guys start to elevate and really, really take advantage of your mornings. We'll see you in the MMM. Happy Wednesday, babes. On the podcast today, we have another guest episode that I'm so pumped about. So we have Rachel Alice on the podcast today, and Rachel is the author and creator of the Quarter Life Funk, a spiritual and personal development brand helping women to reclaim their power, step into their higher self, and manifest an abundant life. This girl is vibing on all the levels that we all want to be vibing on. She honestly is so incredible. She wrote a book, she self-published that book, and now it's making its way into the world and gaining so much traction. I am so excited to have her on this week's episode and to have you guys hear things like how she up and moved when she was experiencing her quarter life funk, what a quarter life funk is, how her Saturn return played into that quarter life funk feeling and how she just knew she wanted a new start. 
We talk about her manifestation plug method, which is Rachel's signature method that came to her in a download. I mean, all of the best ideas come when they come from divine source or they come from places we don't even know. Um, so I'm so, so excited to bring you this episode, to have you fall in love with Rachel and her story, and then have you guys give her a follow. Maybe check out her book. I know you guys will not regret tuning into this episode. It's a good one. Welcome, Rachel. I am so excited to have you on this week's podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Okay, so I'm going to get you to introduce yourself and just give us a little backstory on you and how you started on your spiritual journey and then became a mindset manifestation coach. Yes. So my name is Rachel Alice and I am the creator of the Quarter Life Funk brand. And I'm an author and I'm a podcast host and I'm also a mindset manifestation coach where I help women to reclaim their power, tune into their higher selves and manifest abundant lives. And Mm yeah, it's been a a big journey basically. And it's based on my quarter life funk. So when I was about 29 years old, I was not really vibing with my core reality. I was anxious AF about the future ahead. And to be honest, um, it was pretty good life. Like I had a nice partner. I had a really like good job, good friendship networks, but it was just kind of like in a niggle that, and I'm sure so many of your listeners probably connect with this and in a niggle that there was something more than what my kind of physical senses could see. There was something bigger than what I was currently experiencing. And I just couldn't shake it off and it was getting louder and louder. And then one day I just woke up and I said, you know what, enough, enough is enough. Um, I'm going to head back home. I'm going to start again, going to break down my relationship, going to start looking for something different career wise. And I ended, I ended up doing that. And during this time, I just went through a major spiritual awakening, um, just, you know, experiencing all the feels, proper hermits, um, like the hermit from the tarot card, um, just constantly researching metaphysical aspects, um, searching about, like researching energy, going down like the manifestation rabbit hole, going down all that. And crazy stuff started to happen to me. Like I started to manifest random money windfalls in my bank account. I started to manifest luxury trips like um, to India and I was thinking this is crazy but it wasn't until I was trying to manifest the bigger things that I really had to start looking at well why aren't you know all these other things are happening for me why is not the you know the career the soulmate um, the life that I want why is that more difficult why can't I access that so I went back to the drawing board and yeah I realized there was a lot more to the manifestation jigsaw than I'm sure we'll talk about that in a minute than what I was currently doing at the time. So yeah, I just went into that and I ended up completely changing my life. I, I moved to Bangkok in Thailand, uh, got an amazing job where I, I could travel around the world, luxury. Um, I didn't have to worry about my bank account anymore. Like, you know, when you're my age, you've got everybody's um, kind of Hindu uh, wedding to go to and I was always trying to like oh am I going to be able to afford this this month and I didn't have to worry about that anymore it all happened really quickly and then I um, kind of obviously went down this line of work I I wrote a book uh, published a book and yeah the rest is history basically but it was just 
a kind of mental experience that um, actually aligned with what was called my Saturn return. And for those of you who might know what I'm talking about, um, Saturn returns happen around the age of 29. 29 and a half years old where basically if you're into astrology there's so much more to us than the sun sign as soon as we've like flushed out our mother's womb we've got all the planets in the sky arranged and they're, they're impacting on the energy and who we are how we show up in the world how you know our personality um and i saturn is um obviously a saturn return is when saturn comes around full round um back into the the sign it was in when you're born and it takes around 29 29 years it's actually actually a saturn uh, return calculator that you can actually tap in online and see when it's coming back for you and like a saturn the saturn return is basically get your shit together um it's the planet of like the daddy planet it's the archetype of come on karmic responsibility the bridge into real adulthood and my saturn return really did impact me to question what i was doing and where i was going um so that that pretty much made sense when i i found out about my saturn return and looked back and i thought oh my gosh you know that that explains so much so yeah oh my god i totally feel that because i feel like when I turned 28, that was literally what happened. <clears throat> yeah. And I've been, sorry. <clears throat> and I've been like on the spiritual journey, like full in since then. Like I've mm. always kind of dabbled. I've always kind of had it in my back pocket, but it wasn't until yeah. I was 28. And I kind of had that same aha moment of like, okay, shit's got to change. Like I looked in the mirror, didn't recognize myself and was like, no, making that commitment to myself right now. So I'm going to go look at my Saturn return calculator. Yeah, well, it can you can feel the energy before 29. Like, think how big Saturn is as a planet in terms of its impact and energetics. Um, and, the imp and it can last up to like three years after as well. Um, and those who haven't really mastered their Saturn return tend to feel the impacts in their midlife crisis because it comes back round again and then it'll come back round again. Got so it. if you kind of like almost... You know, and everybody's Saturn return is different. People can just have like a slight change in commitment and get married. That could be somebody's Saturn return. Or your Saturn return could be like for me and you, where you have that, oh my gosh, this massive wake-up call. Mm -hmm. So it's all, it's all really different. It, it kind of impacts people in different ways. But it'd be really interesting if you are listening to this and if you are either, you know, past 29 or coming up to 29 to just go and have a look. And it, yeah, it's, it's so interesting. I love that. Okay, so let's talk about your book because I know you said you mentioned you wrote a book. Um, yeah. It's called The Quarter Life Funk. So mm -hmm. um, it talks about your quarter life crisis. That's what you kind of call it. Um, so is that in and around when all of this was happening? Is that what you consider your quarter life funk? Because that Saturn return really just like shook up your whole life. Yeah. And I think anybody, the book is for anybody really in the twenties or thirties or anybody just feeling this way. You know, I've had readers who are in the forties and they've really connected to the book. Um, and it was based on yeah, it's based on really, you know, when you come to that point in life, and I think all of us have this moment in, like I said, in our 20s and 30s, where we just question what we're doing and where we're going. And we just start questioning things a little bit more. 
Um, and the book is based on that. And it was quite interesting because I have never been a writer. I've never like associated myself with being a, a writer. And then one day I had this kind of really strong urge and message. You need to write a book. And I was like, write a book, me? Like, you know, I talk about it in my book. My mom used to be called in like a primary school, like, I don't know what you call it in junior school, whatever in America, but because I was always putting full stops in the middle of my sentences, I wasn't like the, what I would call a natural writer, but for some reason I was able to write that book. Um, so, it, and the stories in the book are actually, um, I talk about quite, you know, kind of um sensitive topics um topics that can formulate opinions in particular i talk about the that the, the main theme of the book is yes me going through my quarter life funk what i call it um me turning it around by embracing spiritual concepts like manifestation like the power of the mind um spiritual concepts like mirrors and so forth and also the point that actually manifestation isn't all rainbows and unicorns right because and i know you know this so well gabrielle but um there is this point where um you know we 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 feel that it's like rubbing a genie's lamp and it's all magical. And, and the chapter in my book is, is actually, it's not all rainbows to unicorns because to up level your life, we must also up level. And that oh, comes with that. challenges. Yeah. It comes with uh, like, I call them opportunities for growth to be kinder, but no, they come as big, sometimes tough lessons. And in the book, I talk about those tough lessons because what I was, what was happening to me was I was actually, um, I realized I was continuing to play out certain areas of my life on repeat. Um, and it wasn't until I got to the age of 20, like in my 29 to thirties, I actually realized most of my early quarter years, I was attracting toxic relationships. I attracted a narcissistic abusive boyfriend at the time. Um, and I was attracting these people into my life and I realized, well, why, why am I doing this? Why am I attracting these people? And I realized it was a lack of self-worth on my part because a lot of manifestation, and again, you know this so well, is your internal world is reflected into your outer world and what's going on on a, a, deep, a deep unconscious subconscious level. Um, and like, you know, and NLP is big into this. It covers yep. all this. Um, you're going you're gonna to start attracting, you know, that's going to be reflected in your, your world. And that, that was for me in toxic relationships. So when I finally got to my 30s and embraced the spiritual awakening and started to look at the patterns playing out in my life, I realized what needed to be healed. And when you heal, when you heal, you up level, when you return to your higher self, you get rid of all these limiting beliefs, these narratives, these, these stories that are not, are not true for you. Um, stories that you acquired well before the age of seven years old that may not even be directly about you and you know this more than anybody and it, it's that process of kind of I kind of like said it's kind of chipping away and getting rid of all these limitations on you and as soon as you do that you up level you attract you you, you just attract abundance in all forms and that's what happened to me and this is where you know I often see in the online space manifestation positive thoughts create your reality all this and that and all this bullshit and to some extent yes you know that is that can have some impact but you know the real the real way to manifest big shit um sorry i'm swearing loads i'm such no a it's okay we have, we have the explicit on the podcast so go okay, okay cool <laughs> the, the, re <laughs> the reason why you know we we don't manifest the big things is because we don't realize that we have to align on a subconscious level and we have to align our 
thoughts, our narratives, our belief system with what we want to call in. That's literally it. It's like the inner work. That's exactly what it is. It's work. And it's not always pretty. And it's not always something that you want to face. And it's not always something that you want to dig up and find out why it's happening. But if you don't, you're literally going to keep reliving those patterns over and over again. Yeah, something absolutely. that I had to learn the hard way. So <laughs> yeah. And this is why I love NLP. And what you do is because that is so effective in you know remote like obviously rewiring those right and reprogramming shifts yeah it's so cool it's awesome so i know you had mentioned um through all of this connecting with spirit connecting with your higher self um was that sort of the first time you connected with the concept of my higher self like who i'm meant to be who i can be was that the first sort of like relationship you had with connecting to spirit and your higher self um, so yeah, I, I feel like when I was going for my spiritual awakening and when I was realizing that, you know, there's so much more than just, like I said, than trying to be positive thinking and good energetics and good vibrations and good vibes. When I realized that we've moved so far away with our truth from our true selves and the ego muscle is so strong. Um, and that's when I started to, so I'll probably only be in the last few years in which I've started to really tune into my higher self and um yeah and the best way i've managed to do that is by just developing that relationship with myself um quietening um, meditation just quieting myself trusting whatever comes through shower downloads is when i get a lot of stuff coming through and building that relationship with her and i also i don't want to also talk about my higher self we have a whole spiritual team we have our angels and guides working with yep. us and i've got a really cool story to share with you about when i was writing the book where you can't you can't say that they don't something doesn't exist exist a higher power whatever your spiritual team doesn't have your back or doesn't exist so when I was writing the book um I went and had a psychic reading because I was getting I was struggling and I was like I don't know what to put in this book but I'm being like pushed to write about it and she's like share your stories share and they want you to share your stories and I was like okay well you know (laughs) that's a little interesting yeah that's a bit like that's a bit um you know like vague to some extent don't get me wrong the psychic reading was amazing she was so she was so good but she just said you need to share your story so I've been developing a relationship for some time where I've been connecting with my angels and guides um I've been asking for signs and receiving them there's even like a little um in my book a framework to ask for signs and so many readers come into my dm saying oh my gosh it's worked I was like of course it's worked (laughs) and um I've been developing my connection for some time and I, I said to him, I said to him, I speak to them and I said, you, if I need your help more than anything right now, I want you to give me the clearest, um, the clearest kind of sign of what uh, I should put in my book. And she did say actually in the psychic reading, oh, it's something to do with an abusive situation, but I was never abused as a child or anything like that. You know, I had the most amazing like childhood in that respect. So I was thinking, I wonder what it is. Like, have I kind of like, you know, and sometimes you'd like forget things or whatever, you know what I mean? Like yep. you, you hear about people like completely forgetting aspects of life. So um, she said abusive situation. And what came to my mind was I, I was in a relationship with a guy when I was about in my early to mid twenties. And it, it was very toxic, um, very toxic relationship. And over the years, 
I used to see lots of things about narcissistic abuse on um, Instagram, like education. I never knew that word, you know, when I was uh, after the relationship, I never knew that existed. And when I started to hear more about it and um, see what was going on around it and then seeing kind of like, you know, information posts about it, I was like, oh my gosh, this resonates so much. It sounds so familiar. But then I was like, hang on a minute. He's in a relationship with somebody else. He's been with her. you know she would have she wouldn't have a partner if he was going to be like this you'd you'd think wouldn't you so anyway I I I kind of asked my guys for sign that day and then I went I went to um, work and somebody asked me to check um, to contact somebody they needed for a a project that I um, this body positivity model that I knew and it was on my old phone because I switched phones, had new Instagram, blah, 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 and all this and that. And so I, I had to go into my old phone, which I never checked, went into Instagram, and it was this message request. You know when you get message requests, not even in the main bit. Yeah. And I looked, and it was, it was a really cryptic message, and it said, I know they che- treated you the same or something. I was like, what, what's this on about? And this is like a good seven, well, many years from this particular relationship I had many you know ever since then and um and I started I, I went a little bit of research and it was his ex-girlfriend and she confirmed he was a narcissistic abusive partner and it just made it so clear and I thought right I've got 100% confirmation now because I was like right you know, 90 odd percent back and forth and I was thinking about it and I was thinking I need to write about this in my book because I feel so many women experience it it not just I would not just an in from a partner it could be from other you know people in life bosses even right friendships and I feel so many of us go through it without even realizing and I thought okay I need I need to share that story and I need to sh- you know and it it gave me more clarity for healing I really you know why well why was I continuing to attract um narcissistic abusive relationships and empaths tend to do that as well and you know, I, I was lacking self-worth and I was attracting people of similar self, you know, who treated me as self-worth on that subconscious level. So I had to do a lot of self-worth work and over time. And it was so funny because I speak about it in my book as well. I had another encounter with another, I'm not going to say narcissistic because I don't want to push the label around, <laughs> uh, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 um, I quickly realized it and, um, read the book it's really interesting really really amazing story and I, I kind of said no I'm not I'm not um subscribing to this and w- when you heal you break patterns and I finally broke that pattern and then in came the good guy a few months later I met my partner and then yeah and it's um treats me of amazing worth I love that awesome. I love that and like, yeah. that's a big thing too is like when you have that worthiness inside of you, when you feel that worthiness for yourself, that's what you'll attract because like yeah. manifestation, like attracts like. So if you're putting out the vibration of like, I'm very unsure of myself, then you're going to maybe attract, I'm not going to say always, but you might attract somebody that doesn't value you or your worth and mm-hmm. they are going to take advantage of you and have narcissistic tendencies in some situations. Um, But the minute you put yourself first and you like know your worth, that's what you're going to attract. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Um, Okay. So what's your advice right now for anyone struggling in their life or that like, if they know that there's something better from where they currently are, but they're like uneasy of, 
making a change or not really knowing where to start, um, what, what would you recommend or what would you give them for advice? So yeah, I, I, I feel like don't be afraid to start dreaming of what you want and don't be afraid to say, oh, a lot of us tend to think, think oh, I'm being, I'm being unrealistic. I, I want to chase my dreams, but I've got, I, I, that's too unrealistic. And don't put that on yourself. You know, you can achieve whatever you want. You know, we can create our own reality laws, you know, laws of the universe. And recently I'm reading up so much more about how this is now scientists are now coming into this space a little bit more. Uh, and we've got so much more, I think so much more is going to blossom and come from this in the future where people are going to realize shit like energy and this is really important. Yep. Um, so yeah, just don't be afraid to dream. Um, I call it create your own MTV video in my book um, where, you know, create your own, own oh, I can't get my words out, create your own MTV music video because I used to watch that when I was a kid and I, I, I swear that kind of gave me this um, unrealistic expectations of life. I wanted a baby blue Bentley. <laughs> I wanted a walk-in wardrobe. But um, yeah, just don't be afraid to dream and start thinking about, okay, um, what, how can I get into that same vibration if I had that, those particular desires into my life and just focus on moving that needle every day of trying to feel into that and, and, and notice anything that comes up for you when you, you want to go for it. Notice any kind of self-sabotage and inner bitchy critical thoughts that come through to you and even do what I do and go back and look at your timeline of your life and identify any patterns because we've got to understand what's going on deep within. We've got to understand the, you know, your subconscious mind rules well over 95% or it's more than that um, of, you know, who you are, how you show up in the world, how you take, you know, everything. And that's having the, a bigger kind of like energetic message to the universe and your conscious mind, which you're aware of. So start looking at patterns that have played out in your life and see, okay, this is interesting what but what when did this first happen and what maybe have i kind of formed about myself what narratives what stories what beliefs may have i formed from this situation you can do it in categories you can do like love money career whatever it may be and then start to work on that because when you start to change your energy consciously and when you start to consciously do the inner work and awareness if you can just gain awareness first that's super powerful hang on a minute i recognize i've got this pattern on repeat or oh, hang on a minute I, I I've had this belief that I'm not good enough or I don't feel like I feel an imposter doing this perfect amazing celebrate because you, you're so far ahead in terms of achieving your goal than ever before because you've actually gained awareness of what's going on and then you can work out or work on releasing them shifting them or just even kind of like making the effort to change the thought loop when it comes into your head again and knowing where that shit first came from I think that's super powerful to start off with. I probably not start off with probably giving the whole kind of thing there. But I love that though. Yeah. Awareness is literally the key because if you can, like, no one's saying that you're never going to have those thoughts again, but it's catching the thought mid thought or catching it right before it happens because you know it's going to happen. And then the more you do that, it just becomes second nature. But yeah, it starts right. with that awareness. Oh, so good. I love that. Um, Okay, so I know you talk a little bit about your plug analogy when you talk about manifestation. Um, yeah. So what is that all about? Like, did you use that when you were manifesting? Like, how did you come about it? What is it? A little bit about yeah. it. Yeah, so it's really interesting because I was actually trying to write that chapter 
Um, and again, I, I kind of surrendered again. And I, I surrendered to the high, my, I was just struggling. And I said, please just give me something which explains what all this is about because I didn't want to go down the, just the aspect of, you know, energetics, like most kind of manifestation books do. I wanted to get in there that there's so much more to the manifestation pie or creating a reality pie than just energetics and thinking, you know, um, feeling good. And it's, there's so much more to that. So I kind of let it go. And then all of a sudden I had this brainwave and I said, it's like, we're like a plug, you know, we're plugged in, we're plugged into like source energy or your higher power, whatever higher power you resonate with. And then we've got a wire attached to us. And this wire is where, you know, all the magic flows to us, where the universe does all its hard work. It gets the right people, situations, opportunities, events, whatever things on your path and it will flow those to you and you've got to play your part okay you've got to play your part but at times we get a wire and a twist um and it can't flow its magic to us and it's like when you're drying your hair you can't dry your hair if the wire's all tangled you're gonna have half the side of the hair still wet you're gonna look <laughs> you know <laughs> or you know if you've got your headphones in a twist if you haven't got you know those um kind of like if you still got wired headphones you, you, you're not going to have the same sound experience and it's the same for like um manifestation and what and when we've got a wire tangled we can't experience the magic we can't experience alignment we can't experience flow and what gets our wire tangled is things like limiting beliefs it's things like not taking action or taking action out of fear it's things like um you know, getting into a bit of a funk for a sustained period of time or something like that. Um, and yeah, we can, we can tangle away. And something as well, which I kind of wanted to, to explain, because I have a, so many people ask me this question, of, oh, I've been feeling like crap for like three days now, a week now. Um, kind of like, have I stopped my manifestation abilities? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Because this, so, you know, if we've got, if you think about it, if we've got our, um, if we're kind of masking forced positivity, but our wire is still tangled, we're still not going to have the magic flow through to us. It's so, you know, if you've got your hair dryer and it's all tangled, you unplug it, you, un you unravel the wire and you sort yourself out and you plug it back in. And the same goes for us. So when we're having those crappy days where we just want to binge on Netflix, binge on pizza, just be in a funk, you know, we can do that. And we're just resetting ourselves and we're just untangling the wire because that's going to be so more, much more effective if you've got a free untangled wire than you running around forcing, forcing being positive poly, thinking that creates manifestation. It's same with limiting beliefs. Like if you identify limiting beliefs and get to work on unraveling that wire even more so more magic can flow to you. So yeah, that's, that's where the, the kind of plug analogy kind of, you know, over time and more sleep on it I've got more ideas like added to it and stuff and I'm like oh I wish I could update the book <laughs> but it's okay yeah so yeah I love that so I know that you had mentioned a bunch of times in the in the interview so far that um you really just like connected with the spirit guides and like asked for their guidance and asked for their advice like the spirit guides and angels and just like the higher power um how did you start connecting with them like what was it in you that you were like, okay, let me ask for assistance outside of me? Yeah, so I think I got into it. Um, I had a few crazy experiences um, when I first started this. And I, I started reading the book, uh, Angels um, in My Hair by Lorna Byrne. 
I read Kyle Gray's books as well. And I actually I love um, saw, yeah, he's great, isn't he? I love him too. I saw the, en- I saw the energetics and I, I actually experienced um, what they call angel lights. Um, and um, I kind of thought, this is crazy. So I started to read more lit, like kind of literature and get into it and start just speaking to them, asking for signs. And they came through every time. And I felt so ridiculously supported for like throughout this journey. It's even like seeing the number sequences everywhere, like 111, 222. And it got to the point where I literally gave it to say, right, I want to see this number next and then I'll do it and I'll get it within like a second or something. And it became like that. And I'd use angel cards and I would, I'd pull angel cards and like for the uh, kind of like so many months before I actually wrote the book, I kept pulling this book. You need you, your life path is writing spiritual based books. It was crazy how many kind of messages resonated. Like you can't make these this shit up kind of moments. And to be honest, now I try and not use um, the cards so much. I'm just trying to tune in more to kind of I feel like we obviously we work with our higher self and we work with our spiritual team as well um and so i've just developed that relationship over time and the more you connect the more you tune in the stronger it becomes and the, the more sensitive you become as well which you know if you've got a full moon on your back then like me last week then <laughs> it becomes a different story but yeah so just keep keep practicing and start with tools if you want to start with oracle cards um start with asking for numbers um and you'll soon just develop and keep developing it so much that you just you just know they're there and meditation you might see colors because they're energy that's all it is is energy you can experience as, as energy you might not see archangel michael in a, in a in a you know it's like a sword and shit like he is on uh, images you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah i love that oh um yeah literally my friends and i Every time we see angel numbers, we like text each other and we celebrate. We're like, yeah, we're on the right path. Like, yeah. um, such a, such a great place to start. Like if you don't know anything else about spirit guides, oracle cards, and really just like start looking for those angel numbers because they'll, they'll pop up. Yeah. And they help you, you know, when we're lacking faith in this whole manifestation malarkey and you question everything and you're thinking why have I got into this you know and then all of a sudden you start asking for signs and they come in and you, then all of a sudden you, you manifest the thing you want and you're about to give up that's when it really helps you know when you, you just need that little bit of faith and that support I love that okay so before we get on to rapid fire um is there anything else on your heart right now that you want to share that you're feeling called to share yeah, I just feel that so many of us have stories and messages to share. So many of us have amazing gifts to share and we're not, we're not tapping into this. And I feel that, you know, many people who be drawn to your podcast in particular will be light workers and they will be very drawn to the, you know, that is just nature of being drawn to these sort of concepts. And if you do feel called to write books, start podcasts or start a business of any type, sharing these gifts, then do it. And, you know, I, like I said, I never resonated with being a writer. I completely self-published and it's been, the response has been incredible so far, like, and just do it and do it scared and then <laughs> dig a little bit deeper to why you're scared at the same time. But yeah, just go for it and, you know, <laughs> if you I just feel like if you if you go for it in your lines you, you can't go wrong because people need this more than ever now especially with what's going on collectively 
Oh, so good. Okay, so now let everyone know where they can find you, follow you, buy your book. And I'll include it all in the show notes as well, but just sort of let everyone know how they can find okay. you. All right, thank you. Um, so it's, uh, I forgot now, and it's so easy. It's the Quarter Life <laughs> Funk uh, Instagram, and it's um, um, or my website, www.thequarterlifefunk.com. I've also got my Facebook page, Manifest of Rachel Alice, and you can buy the book on Amazon. It's, it's available to buy in Canada, the US and UK, currently sorting out this situation for Australia. Um, and I think you can buy it just on Kindle. There's a really good deal on Kindle at the moment. Um, and there's also a book club where you can, I've got meditations, I've got audios, I've got hypnosis audios, I've got affirmation builder worksheets. There's lots in there. If you obviously buy the book, you can access the book club. And also if you want to get a feel of the book, um, you can download the first three chapters on my Instagram, on my website as well, you know, cause you, sometimes you want to try before you buy and, um, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So guys, I will add all of that info into the show notes so you can easily access it. Um, okay. Are you ready for some rapid fire questions? Yeah. We don't go. really go super fast, but they're just oh, okay. rapid fire cause they're one after another. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll try. <laughs> so, you're good. So what is a daily practice or ritual that you have to do every single day, no matter where you are, no matter who's with you, something that you have to do? Right. I'm a true Brit and I have to have a cup of tea or we call it a brew. I have to have a good brew every morning and I just have to pray. Like um, prayer is whatever the F you want it to be. I'm not religious, but I just like to set up my day, set the intentions of my day and what I'm calling in. And yeah, I, I just find incredibly grounding a cup of tea. <laughs> Perfect. I love tea so much. What's your favorite yeah. kind? Um, well, well, in Thailand at the moment, I have to stick with Lipton. Uh, okay. But when I'm back home in the UK, I, I do love a good Yorkshire or Tetley. <laughs> What's your favorite? Um, I love flavored teas. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like a good black tea is good sometimes, but um, I love flavored teas. I don't know. I'm like a... I have like David's tea in my house. Like it's crazy the amount of flavors that I have that I just like every day. I'm like, what do I feel like? Um, <laughs> yeah, mostly fruity ones. Yeah. See, I can't do fruity teas. I, I'm just, I'm just very, I've just been, I was basically brought up on tea. I was, you know, right. I might as well add it as soon as I was born. <laughs> and like matcha is like my life. If I don't have like a matcha every once in a while, I don't feel in balance. Yeah, it is grounding. It's like that routine, that habit of grounding, isn't it? <laughs> I love it. Okay, so what's something recent that you've manifested? So I live in Thailand, in Bangkok, and we can travel, by the way, before anyone gets a little bit, why is she traveling? <laughs> and I went, I went to Samui uh, Island, and I upgraded to a penthouse suite uh, at Nikki Beach um, Resort, which was amazing. I had the resort to myself pretty much and was in the pool with a DJ but yeah um, and that and that's just been in flow and that it was an amazing suite it was gorgeous I love that oh my gosh um okay what book are you currently reading um Spirit Hacking by Shaman Dweck yes yeah that's yeah that's yeah. That, yeah amazing yeah. um He's I've read amazing. half of it I haven't finished it I'm yeah. a book jumper I like need to start a book yes. and start another one and start another one and then I'll go back um, I'm the same. I'm the same. I'm definitely, yeah, a little um, fair weather book friend sometimes. So I'll see how I'm feeling that day. No, but he, he's, he's lovely. And it's actually really interesting because 
um, they he was sharing a story about how his book wasn't getting noticed. And then recently, I think it was his PR person put in like, I can't believe he was interviewed on a very popular television show in America. And she said the story that like a year ago, no one was interested in his book, no one was picking it up. And I replied because I've, I've applied for certain media outlets to share my book. And, you know, you get knocked back, especially the look at you probably, you know, where the following, where the audience and all this and that, but you're like, just listen to my message. Um, and he replied to me, I replied on the PR's thingy and he replied and sent me a lovely voice note and he said, and he was exchanging voice notes. Um, I love so, that. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so grateful. I'm, I'm like really pleased that you, you responded to me. He's like, isn't that what people do? Respond to people? I was like, no. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my yeah, God, I love I that. So, yeah. We can add that to the manifestation list too, because like that's oh, yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's free. yeah, that's a good one actually. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. So, what's your secret obsession? So, something that not many people know about you. Okay. So, I love Palladians and aliens. I'm researching like star seed systems and yeah, all that, all that jazz. Um, I love it. That's so cool. Love- do you resonate with any of that? I haven't looked into that. I feel like once I go down that hole, it's going to just like oh, yeah. blow me whole. So I'm like, yes, I don't know yeah. yet if I want to go that, that deep into that yet. But yeah. it's definitely like I've pulled up articles or like if someone else has posted it, I've like done some research. Um, it's, yeah. it's very interesting. Yeah, I have to be so careful um sometimes because I just want to share stuff about it I'm like hang on a minute not everybody will resonate with this um and it is that kind of um yeah it's Um, It's yeah it is it is I'm hoping in a few years it's going to be less but you know (laughs) um okay who would you want to be stuck in a 10 minute elevator ride with oh such a good question um do you know Russell Brand yes I love him. I think he's so funny and spiritual. Like, I think he would be good for 10 minutes. He yeah. would be, he'd make you laugh. He would be quite, I, he would say something quite, you know, like, wow, as well. I think, and yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to throw it back to MTV Cribs. So I love that you said MTV yes. before. I was like, yes, okay. <laughs> um, and if I were to pull open your fridge right now, what would I find? Oh, okay. So I'm not a cook. I live in Thailand. Street food is super cheap. It's super nice. Um, and it's cheaper probably than going to the supermarket. So I don't really cook. I probably just got like waters and their drinks and maybe a few chocolatey treats, but that's about it. Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite thing to eat? Street food? Um, in Thailand. Oh, there's this... <laughs> can't pronounce the name of it but there's this amazing dumplings dish that I'm obsessed with and it's actually we have this fire this um I have a also like pork and noodles from this street food vendor who's been given like a Michelin star thing on his thing uh, on his um like restaurant and you can pick up a meal for like a couple of dollars that's crazy yeah yeah I love Thailand like I can get my hair washed like next to nothing 
um the food's amazing i mean you've got like the polar opposites so you love you've got all your cool like street food and everything you've got some of the most amazing restaurants and rooftop bars in the world um i think a lot of people think thailand always uh, they go to Koh san ro which is backpackers alley kind of road, road and they don't get to explore like proper bangkok it's super you can have the best of both worlds that's why i love bangkok so much huh that's so cool um okay what is your favorite stone or crystal if you use them okay so i have i'm gonna grab it for you so i can show you i have a crystal troll so it's a little troll i want one of those so bad there's a girl on instagram that sells them and i'm like every time she yeah and there's one that like holds a little palo santo stick and i'm like yeah and they're so cute my partner bought me this for my um birthday and it took like two months to get here i love it <laughs> because of covid so is that yeah, quartz that. on top or selenite yeah no it's clear quartz okay. on top i think i've got another clear quartz piece i quite like clear quartz yeah that's um i love yeah. it um okay and then what is your favorite quote or piece of advice that you've been given so probably my favorite quote is or just advice is just be, you you are your own guru i think that's enough like most of the time your answers within are within don't seek external validation don't seek external answers all the time to things you'll make your own decisions trust yourself trust your higher self trust your higher self's voice your intuition and see what comes through and you know sometimes your best business partners are your, your higher self and your guides so yeah <laughs> amazing okay oh thank you so much for coming on thank that you. was fantastic thank- Okay, guys, how good was that episode? So juicy. I hope you had your notebooks out so you were writing out some notes on how you can connect to your higher self, um, how to find where Saturn return is and when you might experience your quarter life month if you haven't already and what that will look like for you. Um, I hope you put the manifestation plug method into practice because it's a game changer and it's such a good concept. I love it. So this week's affirmation that I really want you guys to tune into and feel the feelings of the whole week is I trust myself and my feelings completely. By saying this to yourself, by feeling it, by really understanding and tuning into the vibe of trusting yourself, you are letting yourself, your higher self and the universe know that your intuition is sacred, your thoughts are sacred, your feelings are sacred, and that ultimately you know what's best for you and that is what you're going to follow. And it is such a strong thing that when you finally uh, like tap into that feeling of trusting yourself, magic happens. So again, this week's affirmation, and guys, put it on your phone background, put a little reminder in your phone to pop up so you can say it to yourself a couple times a day, put a sticky note on your mirror. I don't care how you do it, just do it. It's so good for you. So this week's affirmation again is I trust myself and my feelings completely. Oh, I get chills just saying that. So good. And then this week's journal prompt, I really want you guys to get into the habit of free writing. So basically writing out the question in your journal and then just putting pen to paper and letting it flow out of you without thinking. This is tapping into your subconscious mind, which 
I mean, stores all the stuff that we know and don't even know that it's in there. So sometimes the dreams that we have are buried in our subconscious mind and we're not even consciously aware of them. So free writing is such a great exercise to start working that muscle. So the journal prompt for this week is in the next year, I really want to dot, dot, dot. And that's where you just let it flow, let it go and put pen to paper and just write, write. I put a timer on my phone for like three to four minutes um, and I just write nonstop. And then it might not be legible. You might get a little word here and there that makes sense. You might get stuff that doesn't make sense. Don't even think about it. Just write it all out. That is where the magic is because sometimes when you're doing this free writing exercise, you're going to be writing stuff out that, like I said, consciously you're not even aware of. And that is where you find the big stuff. That's where you get the inspiration. That's where you get the downloads. That's where you get the magic in the things that you're not consciously aware of. So free write this week's journal prompt. And again, it's in the next year. I really want to dot, dot, dot. That's your reminder that it is time to journal. Grab it out, take it out, do the journal prompt. I know you guys will love it. And then again, if you journal and something great comes up, tag me in it on Instagram. I would love to see it and celebrate it with you because I love when magic comes out through journaling. Um, See you guys next week. I'm so excited for two episodes a week now. Um, I hope you guys are loving the extra content. I know I'm loving putting it out to you. You are now one step closer to living your wildest life. If you loved this episode, remember to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share it with your friends. Sharing's good karma. Tag me when you guys listen on Instagram at Gabrielle Wilder. And remember that you can find all of today's info in our show notes. Babe, you are a wild one. So go out and crush those goals and start living your wildest life. You are worth it. Ready, set, see you next week.